What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Heath Mulligan Project, the podcast where we're helping you discover your purpose, your passion, and your possibilities. Uh, Good day to you. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, Let's talk about stress. As you know, if you've been listening to this for last week or so, I have been reading, I'm reading through several books, but one of the books I'm reading through is Think, Learn, Succeed by Dr. Caroline Leaf. She has a new book coming out in March that I just pre-ordered over the weekend that she says is kind of her best book ever, brings together all her research. One thing I love about her work is she's constantly doing research in her field of of the neuroscience and neuropsychology and those kind of things. And so every book, there's new insight. Like it's, It's not rehashing old things. It's like, hey, now we know this. And the chapter that I read this morning is called The Healthy Stress Mindset. So the question is not what are you stressed about? The question is how are you stressed about it? Because we're all stressed. Even when there's not a worldwide pandemic, we're stressed. And I don't know if you know this or not. I'm an expert on dealing with stress the wrong way. Um, Now, I haven't, what I mean is I have dealt with stress in a way that was toxic to my body, poor for my health. Uh, Being in ministry for 20 plus years, that's a very stressful job. Didn't handle the stress well. Uh, Didn't do the things that I need to do to stay healthy, as you know. Massive weight gain over these last 20 plus years. But you may you may not know uh, just kind of the season of life I was in there for a while. You know, we, we went through uh, the realization that my wife was indeed, you know, suffering with Huntington's disease and, and going through that. Uh, our daughters were in a jet ski accident where one of my daughters had a compound fracture of her femur. Uh, a house that we owned and were renting out burned down. Um, my wife went through several or a couple of hospitalizations due to Huntington's disease uh, that both came out of very stressful situations that led to those. Uh, and then, of course, you know, my wife's rapid decline in health uh, at the beginning of 2019 that, that ended in her passing. I've been through some I've been through some stress. I didn't already I didn't always deal with it correctly. Uh but I do feel like over the last seven or eight years my mindset on stress has changed. And as I read this chapter this morning, I I'm about to read you a paragraph from it. It was very reaffirming to me um that this was what Dr. Leaf talks about in this chapter is something I did. I didn't, I didn't know, I don't know that it was something I did. I think, I think it was something I did out of desperation. And here's, here's what she says. Life can be incredibly stressful, yet the way you view stress can either make a difficult situation work for you or against you. If you face a difficult situation with a glass-half-full attitude, 
The blood vessels around your heart dilate. Increased blood flow results in increased oxygen flowing to your brain, which in turn increases your cognitive, your cognitive fluency and clarity of thought. That is your ability to not only face a challenge, but overcome it. This increased blood flow also balances the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems, allowing a number of neurophysiological and genetic processes to work for you, fueling intellectual growth. A genetic switch will be turned on inside the hippocampus of your brain, which strengthens your body, allowing you to cope in a difficult situation. Many neurophysiological responses will be activated, allowing you to stay strong amid adversity. But if you see the glass is half empty, the opposite will happen and stress will work against you. I can definitely tell you, I mean, I can take you on a timeline of my life when I could show you, boom, that's the day. That's the day that I had to, I had to make a switch because here's the thing. Once my wife, once we knew the status of my wife and I was just hit in the face with the fact that she was developing or had developed Huntington's disease and that the clock was ticking. Barring a miracle or medical breakthrough, the clock was ticking. And we didn't have a whole lot of time left. We didn't know how much time. I never in a million years thought, would have thought it was as little as we did. Once I knew that, and I knew that her ability to handle stress was pretty much out the window. And I was going to be taking on a much bigger load as a husband, father, as a man. And I knew that whatever we were facing, however overwhelming it might be, and however piled up and piled up and piled up things might get, how impossible a situation might be, I could not let it shake me. I was, I was not in a position uh, to be thrown for a loop, if that can make any sense. And again, I am not, please hear me. This is not a story about the strength and power of Heath Mulligan, only by the grace of God. And it was in that moment, uh, there were a couple of things that happened. I re- you know, it was the realization, okay, this is, uh, this is bad. You know, my wife, you know, this, you know, this is bad. We're, we're in a, we're in a battle that a lot of people say we can't win, but there's ways to win. You know, we can, we can fight this battle with dignity and honor and strength and love and hope. 
uh, a lot of people would share with me that, you know, God doesn't put more on you than you can bear. And that's, that's not a true statement. That, that scripture that refers to that, Paul's writing about temptation. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. Meaning there's no temptation that God allows to happen to you that you can't resist. It's not talking about trials and tribulations of life. Uh, if that's the case, then we would never have a debt that we couldn't pay back on the spot, right? You know, God wouldn't let my car break down unless I had all the money right then to pay it, right? So once I understood that there were going to be things that came into my life that were going to be overwhelming or feel overwhelming and that were going to be far more than I could handle. I Like once I knew my wife had Huntington's disease, I knew I can't handle, I can't handle this one thing on my own. Okay. Single, I, you know, you know, I'm, a, I'm now essentially a single dad of three. I'm a, I'm a pastor. I can't handle this. And I had to change my mindset. And my mindset had to start with, and this is going to sound cliche, and this is going to sound simple, and some of y'all are going to probably unsubscribe to this podcast, but I'm just telling the truth. I, I had to start looking at things as half full of like, okay, God knows about this. God's got this. God is allowing this thing these things, he's allowing this stress, it's going to be more than I can bear. So I cannot bear it alone. And no matter what happened, whether it was a jet ski accident, house burning down, Huntington's disease, hospitalizations, debt, uh, you know, you know, different things. I had to start with, I had to start with, man, thank God I got a glass. Not only is the glass half empty, thank God he's the one that has the glass. And I was able to break, again, we talk about what's the next right thing. That's what you, and that to me is how I started handling stress, is I quit looking at, you know, if you look at, okay, I want to climb Mount Everest. That's pretty daunting. There, now, I don't want to climb Mount Everest. But if I did, first thing I might want to do is buy some, buy some good boots. That'd be one thing I could do today. I cannot climb Mount Everest without a good pair of boots. And I need to find what's the pair of boots, that the, what's the best pair of boots that people that climb Mount Everest buy. And I can do that today. Because I know I can't get to that end goal without doing that one thing. And so no matter what your situation is or your stressful situation is, there's God's faithful, man. He's going to show you that one thing that you can do. He's going to do things behind the scenes. He's going to move mountains. He's going to part the Red Sea. But you, you might have to raise your staff. And your job may be, where's my staff? Your job may be, Hmm, I'm going to have to be at the Red Sea and raise my staff today. Maybe I shouldn't hit the snooze button. Well, that's, maybe that's the next right thing. Like right now, 
I'm on a streak of, uh, I think it's 58 days, maybe a little more, of getting up at 5.30 every morning, have not hit the snooze button, 5.30 every morning. And because uh, I've considered that's my one job. That's my first job every day is not hitting the snooze button. My first job is getting up at 5.30. And that's a feeling, a pretty good feeling of accomplishment once you've done that. Here's, here's something else that Dr. Leaf writes. Uh, I'm going to read you a couple more sentences, and then she always has some activation tips. I'm going to read those five. Here's what she says. Often, there is so much emphasis on what is bad for us and what can go wrong that we forget to focus on what is good for us and what can go right. But the good news is that you can choose how you view stress. You can learn to face a challenge and deal with it. You can learn how to not let stress defeat you. You can, as I love to say, freak out in the love zone. That means, yeah, not saying you're never going to freak out and never going to feel overwhelmed, but you can do that in a healthy way. Here's her five, uh, yeah, here's her five activation tips I want to read for you. And then uh, let me just give you some closing encouragement. Number one, see stress as something that enhances rather than diminishes your performance. Man, I think about Michael Jordan. You want to talk to somebody about somebody, he would create stress. <laughs> he would create stressful situations to enhance his performance. Pretty incredible. Uh, see the situation you are facing as something you can handle versus something you can't handle. Make stress work for you and not against you. Uh, I think it was Henry Ford who said, it was either Henry Ford or my dad who said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Uh, number three, each time you feel yourself teetering on the brink of toxic stress, speak with your friends or family, even if it's just a phone call, phone call to help you get perspective. 100%. You got to have people. Listen, I'm going to be honest, though. I got a list of, list of people I do call, and I got a list of people I don't call. Because we all know people. Who do not handle stress well. I know. I know people. Whose health. Is shot. Older older people. Who did not deal with stress well. During their life. And it's just taking a toll on them. And they're not healthy because of it. And I'm 45. And I'm trying to reverse some of this. Number four. Perhaps write down the benefits of a healthy reaction to stress and keep it on you, reading it when you feel challenged. Again, Google Keep. I write down everything. Uh, it's in my mind. And number five, when you face a challenge, tell yourself how good stress can be for you. Uh, again, stress in the right context. Stress is not a bad thing. Every person that's ever lived has faced stress. Jesus faced stress. Jesus, listen to this. Jesus faced so much stress, like the night before the crucifixion. He he had a physical condition called hematridosis, where you're so stressed, your skin becomes paper thin and your capillaries swell, and you you literally 
it looks like you're sweating drops of blood. Like this is a physical condition brought on by stress. I mean, Jesus understands stress. So wherever you are or whoever you are listening today, you're stressed. And I got news for you. You're like, well, he, I'm not stressed today. It's coming. I don't, you may not even be listening to this uh, in the year this is being recorded. It's being recorded in 2020. If you're listening to this in a different year, 2020 has been a stressful year. I have seen people, I have known people who's, who have let the stress of this year change the, the trajectory of their lives. The way that they have viewed a worldwide pandemic has literally changed the trajectory of their, their lives. And again, it's not a sin to feel stress. It's not a sin to experience stress. I do think we try to carry too much stress on our own, but we're not designed to do that. We're designed to we're designed to rely on the Lord. We're designed to be to live in community. And one thing 2020 did is it kind of ripped that community aspect away from all of us. We're not meant to be isolated. You want to know what magnifies and multiplies stress? Isolation. When you feel like you're alone and you cut people off out of your life, you may think you're cutting people off out of your life and it's going to reduce your stress. And sometimes it does. Sometimes there are people who who add undue pressure and stress to our lives. And we do. We need to limit as best we can. But I think, I think some of us have gone overboard this year. A friend posted on Facebook over the weekend. In 2019, if you had known that the pandemic was going to happen, what would you have done differently? And uh, I can honestly say that, you know, as hard as the times were, I'm very, I'm very grateful for the stress that I faced uh, from, you know, 2013 to 2019. Um, although there's obviously been some difficulties in 2020, you can't really, um, you can't really prepare for. Uh, you know, I think stress-wise, I was, I was ready. I think I, I think I continually. I'm continually trying to get better and and be more ready. Um, have there been times in in 2020 when I've let that stress get to me and that anxiety kicks in and I've let that anxious eating take over? Yeah, absolutely. And then the next day I don't hit the snooze button and I start it all over again. And uh, that's not a superpower; it's just a way of life. If you're stressed today, it's going to be okay.
I'm just going to tell you, it's going to be okay. You may not even, you, you may not get the outcome you, you want in the stressful situation you're facing. But it's going to be all right. You may have to go through hardest things you've ever had to go through in your life. Not going to be easy. Maybe painful. Maybe a high cost. It may be a high cost that you really don't want to pay. But it's going to be all right. That's that's just me. That's the glass is half full. That's where you got to get to. If I really believe the Bible, if I really believe there's a God, if I really believe Romans 8, 28, that God works things out for good, that's got to affect my mindset. My mind's got to be transformed. It's got to be renewed. And I got to believe it's going to be all right. I believe that for me and my life and my family. And I believe that for you. It doesn't take a lot. It just takes a little bit of faith. A little as a mustard seed. You're going to face stress today. Make the choice. Make the choice. How are you going to look at that stressful situation? You're going to handle it on your own? Are you going to trust the one who's already got the glass half full for you? Who not only has the glass half full, but who has an overflowing cup ready for you? If you just, if you just go for it. So God bless you. I love you. Pray you have a great week. Pray you have a great day. I pray that in his mercy and grace that God would reveal his presence to you. He would reveal his purpose for you in this day he reveal that next right thing that you can do no matter your stressful situation we'll see you soon